Welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate. I'm your host, Anna Olsisi, entrepreneur, realtor, and travel lover. Here's where I get to combine all of my passions into one and chat with guests worldwide about all things real estate. Join us for lighthearted banter, useful information, and the occasional outrageous anecdote. Welcome everybody. Today we have a really cool and dynamic guest. He is young, he is hip, or at least like way hipper than I am. And he is a social media rock star because he works it like almost no one else I've seen so far uh, in the real estate world. Uh, his name is Charles Velasco. He's with Sacramento Real Estate. He's with Remax. And um, so obviously in California, which is where I guess all the cool people hang out. I don't know. But he's made time for us today and where he's going to share some information about not just the real estate world, but also about getting business through social media, doing a lot of that. And I want to get deep down and personal and ask him about his discipline because he seems like a super disciplined guy. So Charles, welcome. Hey, Anna. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for making time. You're a busy guy. Tell me a little bit about yourself because you are, you're really young. I mean, I, you know, not like, you know, you're not 10, but like you're really young um, for being so successful. And, um, and I know, you know, it's, it's a family business, right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about it. Yeah. So, uh, and I got my license when I started real estate actually in 2017. Uh, this was my fifth year after this year is done. Uh, not by choice. My mom was selling about 30 to 40 homes a year. And she was like, you know what? Help the family business, blah, blah. I was like, all right, fine. You paid for my college. I'll help you out. And then, yeah, this year we're on pace. What's really interesting is that me and her are both each on pace to sell 100 homes each. And then, wow. yeah, like now, like the next focus is building out the team uh, to eventually 1,000 to 2,000 home sales a year. But I feel like in this new market, like, the, the top people actually need to know how to sell like a lot of there's a lot of team leaders that just buy leads or like have 50 agents and just say i sell this many homes it's like no not everyone's making money like the whole point is to feed our families right right well in this market i guess anything competitive any competitive market does weed out the people who who know how to sell and and actually be in the business of real estate versus just um people who occasionally do real estate and dabble in it so yeah. So Charles, tell me about, you know, so you started with your mom. So you were basically just a team of, you know, two people at that point. What size is your team right now? Because your brother's there too, right? Yeah. So we're at about eight agents now. Three of them are newer. And then uh, a lot of them are like original people that started out with us. We have a 100% retention rate. So no one ever quits. For us, it's more about quality and like the right vibe and for us, it's like we want people that want to maximize their book. Like, like we have agents on our team that only want to sell 12 homes a year and they're about to retire. They want to enjoy their life, enjoy their family. We just want to maximize what everyone wants to do for their own life in our team, like each member. So that's kind of our thing. And we don't, you know, saying we're not like, oh, like you have to be doing this, you have to be doing that. No, it's like whatever you and your family want to do, we will help you hit that goal. But of course, we can't just be having agents that don't do any sales. Like, that's not really what we want to do. Yeah. 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 
well, I mean, everybody has to have a goal, so the goal can't be zero. But as long as, you know, they're reaching that, I would guess maybe the minimum would be 12 homes a year, just like one a month, you know, um, that's great. You know, that, that's absolutely great that you've got the spectrum. Because sometimes, actually, the people who only want to do 12 a year have, like you said, they're older, they, they've got the knowledge and stuff like that, so they can definitely be really helpful. Uh, do they tend to coach the newer people? Yeah, so they tend to be more of like, yeah, just helping with like questions, even me. Like even though I'm selling 100 homes a year this year, I still ask like people that have been in business longer than me questions about technicality, stuff like that. Like I feel like everyone just contributes in the way they can. And I feel like that's what's helping our team, uh, you know what I'm saying, get to the next level. Excellent. And so you said that you're you're on track to personally do 100 this year. Um, is that right? 100 homes? Yeah. So right now I am at 46 closing pending. I have about 15 listings signed and then I have five buy and sell. So I should like my original goal is 120. But if I hit 100, that's okay. My priority is having a life outside of real estate. That's what I want to recruit people on. Like I don't work Sundays. I just check my phone to make sure no one's having a panic attack. Uh, Saturday, I work by appointment only. And then I work about eight to, I try to do eight to six, eight to seven on uh, Monday to Friday. But if a client needs to talk to me at 9 p.m., I always talk to them at 9 p.m. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you have to have that flexibility as long as somebody's not abusing on your uh, generosity. I mean, that's awesome. And I actually like that you said that. The fact that you, you know, originally was 120 and now it's 100 because a lot of times, you know, it's good to have lofty goals and, you know, it's good to shoot for that, but then you have to also be able to adjust and understand that sometimes you have to, you know, just kind of move your numbers around to not say, oh, I'm okay with, be complacent, be okay, okay with 46. But at the same time, I love that you, you have realized that there needs to be the work-life balance and all that. And it probably helps you serve your clients even better too. Yeah, and on top of that, there's a lot of agents that like have bad family lives, like no relationships with their friends, family, divorce. Like I have a very solid relationship right now. We hang out date night every week because I consider that work work too. Because when your personal life at home is good, then the rest of your life is good. I mean, I got bottle service Friday, Saturday. I feel like I'd rather have a good life, but of course, maximize the real estate. But yeah, real estate is just a one of those things like everyone gets too sucked in and then they can't balance their real life and they forget like what's important. Yeah, for sure. Well, and then why are you doing this anyway, right? Like you you can make a bu- buckets of money in real estate and then for to what end, right? Like you don't have a life, you don't have family, you don't have anything left over at that point. So you're rich and alone and stressed. Not good, not good. Well, tell me how many social media channels you have and what do you do on social media? So I have uh, I have my personal Instagram, Charles Velasco V. I have a Facebook, personal Facebook, Facebook business page, which isn't too active. I have a YouTube channel called The Velasco Show. Uh, I have a Life in Sacramento page. I have a Sacramento Sell and Buy Homes page, and I have LinkedIn. So I think about seven channels right now. And I have the Life in Sacramento podcast. So I'm pretty familiar with Riverside, so I kind of do the same thing you and Jasmine do right now, uh-huh. where it's like I have a, you know what I'm saying, like someone, I just hop into a meeting, 4 p.m., 4 to 4.30, with a pretty influential person in Sacramento, and just kind of talk with them about like how they're making life better in Sacramento, but yeah, I feel like the social media thing definitely helped my business out a lot, 
But what's really interesting now is I feel like I'm directly asking for a business. Like right now, I'm asking a thousand people a day for listings. Wow. A thou- How do you do that? A thousand people. So I have multiple virtual assistants. So they do that. I mean, uh, I have an executive assistant that's here and I have a personal assistant that's here. But when it comes to like the VA virtual assistants, I have about, I think like six right now. Oh, wow. And they work 160 hours a month. So we're just, we just started going on offense with the asking for business. Cause I feel like that's what I was missing and I'm hitting my database more this, this uh, second half, but yeah, we're setting a listing appointment every day and I've taken like 12 listings so far this month. Wow. That's awesome. Well, we can talk a little bit more about that later because that's super cool. I, that's a neat tool. Okay. So you've got all of these resources and all of these channels and everything. So you're definitely out there in everybody's face, but you have a lot of very interesting private things going on where I was watching one of your, you know, I was watching your channel and one of your videos and it was talking about like your discipline and like how disciplined your day is. And I think that that is so important for success. And I would love for you to share with the audience a little bit about that because that transcends real estate. Like that's anybody, any entrepreneur it's really important to have that kind of discipline. So tell me about your day. When does your day start and what do you do? So it's crazy because like I used to start 3.50, for a full year I was waking up at like 3.55 a.m. And then as I got older, like I mean every year after 21 is like the body gets worse. <laughs> but I wake up at like 4.55, 5 a.m., drink okay. coffee, get my ass in the car to go to my trainer. So I'll listen to like Tim Grover, who was Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant's personal trainer before on mental mindset, work out for an hour. On the way back, I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. So by the time I get back at seven, I eat some a little bit, get in the shower, get out the shower, 8 a.m. And then 8 a.m. is like really important because I speak with my business partner, Serena. She handles all the buyers that I give her. And then my executive assistant, Ainsley. And we make sure we're on pace for our appointment goal. So this month, our goal is to set 25 or 30 listing appointments. And then mm-hmm. uh, the buyer is about 40 buyer appointments. And then mm-hmm. after that, I run through all my escrows, like 815 to 830. Like I have checklists. I run through like 15 with my uh, with Ainsley. And then I tell her exactly what we need to do for each. So from 830 to 1130, I could focus on my most profitable activities. For me, like I do two hours of database work, which is like reach out to 25 people an hour that directly know me to stay top of mind. I don't call, I text or direct message so it's faster and it's all off the spreadsheet. And then I do a 30 minute meeting working on my sending out and working on marketing and a 30 minute meeting for my systems. Anything that'll grow the business. So I had, I had a 30 minute meeting today with my lender and my home buyer specialist, Serena, and then one of our like showing specialists. So we know exactly who we need to hit up, who's pre-approved, go make sure we follow up multiple times a week. And then I reply to like a hundred text messages, like from like 11 a.m. or 11.30 a.m. to like now. And then after this, I, hum- I jump into like the escrow fires. So. That's awesome. See, I like that because you're consistent and consistency is really, really important in real estate, I think. I've seen a lot of people who, you know, just kind of do it casually and 
then you know there's no there's no follow-up or there's no you know you don't work your database you don't do this that and the other and and that really you know stuff makes the business suffer so and we're all guilty of doing stuff like that i think at oh, some I, was point. I was terrible yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well but you, but you've learned i guess you know since yeah. since You've acknowledged that you were terrible at it and you have since modified your ways and it's, you know, it's paying off most definitely. So, so that's really cool. So how do you feel about having like a, it's like a family business because you, you work with your mom and am I right in saying that your brother, your brother, I think we touched on that. Your brother works with you as well. Yeah. So he just got his license, but he's going to show homes during the summertime for us. He's not going to do anything crazy. He's just opening it for extra money and just to have it. And then uh, me and my mom, when we first started, we used to clash all the freaking time. <laughs> I was like, this is not how you run a business. You can't rely on people randomly calling you. Like, so right. we, we right. clashed a lot, but now we're both getting along. We're in our own lanes. And I think she understands now that like she needs to like sit and like calm down, like not try to be the face so much. Because I told her, I'm like, do you really want to deal with all the stuff that you have to deal with? Like, you're getting older. Because me and her want to retire from real estate in about five to seven years. So wow. that's our goal. Like, we're building it, like, the right way so we could still make good money. Like, building the database uh -huh. and making sure we have the right team members to handle our leads. Because the average sales price in Sacramento is going to hit 800000 one day. So even splitting a check will be about 10,000 a sale for each of us. That's kind of like the long-term goal. And that's why I'm being really disciplined now because I want to do stuff out after real estate that I feel like could help me more. Wow. So, okay. So you want to retire in five years. How old are you? 27. If you don't mind. 27. That's awesome. So in five years. So what are you going to do for the rest of your life? I mean, you're going to be like Richard Branson and just like, have fun no not in the moon or like get to space <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> crazy because like due to covid like i really thought about my life and what i want to do and i feel mm -hmm. like i'm blessed with opportunities to like have the right connections so mm -hmm. i want to open up a center where anyone the like, everyday person can learn from people that are great so any money i really make from it i'll just pay ten twenty thousand dollars a speaker and anyone can have access to these great people also inside the community as well like i have friends that are very successful and they're just going to talk and give it out for free and help other people out so that's kind of my goal like just help make my community better in sacramento and then eventually get to the global scale or like u.s scale and mm -hmm. yeah i feel like that's kind of like my dream and of course money is always going to be something needed to do stuff like that so i acknowledge that like I want it in a way where it's really nice, where it's just like, what the hell? This is insane. So like, I know I need money to do that. So that's why I'm working hard. Sure. Oh, that's awesome though. I love that, that you're coming, you know, you're blessed and you want to give back. And that's so important because so many people just want to just like keep breaking the money in and not doing anything to help other people reach their goals and all that. So, I mean, was there a time in your life when you struggled? And that's what the catalyst, you know, like what's behind this, this desire to help other people. Well, yeah, I struggled a lot. Like when I was getting out of college, cause I was like, I went to this great, you know, I went to university of San Francisco. I got this fancy degree. 
I was in real estate and I was like, everyone was saying no to me. I was calling a thousand people a day. Like it was just, it was, it was terrible. But I feel like what happened was that like a few people believed in me and just told me one of my great friends, Susan Brock, she's probably one of, she's like featured on Forbes. Uh, she's probably like one of the top five, top 10 realtors in Houston. She was like, Hey, do you want to be my accountability partner? And I was like, not even doing shit at the time. I was like, so this <laughs> wants to be my friend. So I mean, yeah. I, I my friends were like that. And like, I just had one person believe in me. Like, honestly, I wasn't even supposed to be successful. I remember in high school, like I thought I was going to be a failure. And that, because I mean, I grew up in a great neighborhood. Like when you don't, when you get everything handed to you, like when you're young, it's like my parents didn't really hand anything to me. They just put nice stuff around me. And I went to a great high school. I tried that hard. I hated school and everyone was telling me I wouldn't go to college. And then I went to AVID, which is a college program. So to help you go to college. And my AVID teacher believed in me. She's like the principal now there. And she said, you could go to University of San Francisco. And then once I got into the University of San Francisco, I was like, I'm not even trying and I'm doing this stuff. Like, let's see what I could do. And yeah, I don't know. Like. I feel like I always struggled when I was younger uh, with being depressed, not feeling like I remember the first time I got my license, I went to a, like a training for the writing offers. I had an anxiety attack. I had to leave the room because I was just like, I can't do that. I might not be able to do this. Like that's wow. really, and now I just meet random people all the time. And now I talk, like sometimes I'll talk on stage at real estate events. I'll be like, holy shit, this is crazy. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is so cool. And it's all because one person believed in you and then someone else believed in you. And it just kind of, it got you feeling like you were worthy. And my parents were the type to never tell me a good job. They haven't even told me a good job. I feel like that, that fire to get approval from my parents has always been like a catalyst for me. Like my parents so hard, maybe the person I am today, they don't even like say good job for selling up like you'd be on track to sell 100 homes you know you know what's crazy i was like mom dad let's celebrate i'm on track we didn't even celebrate because my parents my parents mindset is always like what's next like you could do better than that right. and i feel like that wanting approval from my parents made me hungrier because i'm like there's a lot of parents that say oh my god you're the best you're the best but i feel like the people that really make it in life always have like parents that push them way too hard, way too hard, but it's a blessing. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's totally a blessing. Um, it, it goes both ways, but I think, I think the fact that you had a lot of stuff, but your parents didn't necessarily pat you on the back for every little thing helped you get to where you are. You knew you wanted the nice stuff, but you knew you had to work hard to get it. Exactly. And they told me from a young age, you have to work to get what you want. Like no one's going to give it to you. And uh, I feel like that helped me out a lot in life. And now like they tell their friends they're proud of me, but they don't tell me directly. But I <laughs> No, that would get to go to your head. What are you kidding? <laughs> but here's what's funny based on what you just, what you were saying earlier, you've shown your mom that she can just sit and get, you know, whatever she wants. She has to work hard for it because you've, you've told her that she can't just sit around and wait for people to call her, that she has to go out and get business. Isn't that right? I mean, so you've kind of shifted that, you know, back onto her <laughs> like, hey, you know, you need to work hard. And, and not that she didn't work hard, of course, but, you know, just kind of like 
do something different too. Yeah, and it's crazy because like I I saw like uh, for her like they work so fucking hard. Like I I don't know how to I have to cuss. Like they work. So oh, it's fine. Hard. They work to the point where I think they will like die. Like that's how <laughs> oh, bad that's they work. It's not good. Yeah. It's not, of course, they're not gonna die, but like they will literally go ninety nine point nine nine percent just to win. And I feel like that intensity and being around that was like, all right, well, I need to step it up. Like every, any time. But now like we don't work, we work smarter now, but I feel That's like you, you have to work really hard to work smart down the line. Figure out what mm-hmm. you're yeah. yeah. It's all about working smart. It's just, and again, it goes back to having those systems and that discipline and everything. And, um, and just knowing what you need to do to reach those goals and, and not, going crazy you know like hamster on a wheel like you know doing the same thing over and over again but really not not getting it well either anywhere or not getting as far as you can potentially get working less you know really like you know or less time and all that so um so you were talking about the sacramento market and i'm totally shifting gears right now but but you're saying it's projected to be eight hundred thousand, the average price in like when? What is it at now? Right now, it actually reached like almost six hundred now. Wow! So almost, that is crazy. Almost six hundred, and like because the reason why is that all these people from the Bay Area are moving into Sacramento, and they're used to paying like four thousand or three thousand yeah. five hundred a month. So they could buy a house in Sac for three thousand a month, live like kings, sure. go travel like. Right now, like my new house, I'm in the process of buying and it's being built right now. I'm only 10 minutes, like five to 10 minutes from Midtown Sacramento, where all the restaurants, nightlife is, and downtown Sacramento, right by the mm-hmm. King Stadium. And it only takes me 15 minutes to get to the airport. Where else wow. could you get like a suburban house and be by all that stuff? Right, because Sacramento is like a big place versus like where we are, which is not that big and or by comparison so yeah i mean you, you can get that in a smaller city you can't get that in a, in a much bigger metro so that's super cool so that's definitely you know good for you so you you know you're definitely of course the i guess the cost of living is higher than oh yeah it's really somewhere high. like here you know i know it's california but yeah you know still the average price being 600 you know what kind of market do you cater to what do you focus on it's interesting so a lot of people ask me Charles, why don't you focus on higher end? Like, and I'm like, I really like working with the everyday person that needs help good. because it's like, for me, like, I just like being myself. I, I want, I want people to feel like they're working with their friends. Like for me, I'm just a 27 year old that bikes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like, yeah. like, I don't think like for me, like there are some, I, I've done, I'm doing like three deals in the million dollar price range this year, but it's like, I really like the everyday person that just needs help. And they value my time and they respect me a lot and they treat me, they treat me nicely because they're like, Charles is so busy, but he makes me feel like I'm the only person in the world. That's (laughs) awesome. They're just like, they're just like, how, they're like, how do you manage your time? I'm like, I just have like systems and structures in place where it's like, you'll hear from me two, three times a day during the process, Monday to Friday. And if it's a weekend and you're losing your shit, I will call you. yeah i really like everyday person yeah i don't don't know i don't know why it's it's kind of like like i get a lot of those type of clients yeah 
Yeah, no, but that that's wonderful because those clients become the future million dollar clients anyway. So it's great that you're, you know, establishing the relationships with them today. So that's, you know, fantastic that, that you're like a friend and confidant and somebody that they can feel comfortable around. And I'm sure that that helps your, you know, your numbers in general. I, you know, I often say it's great to have a million dollar listing or a million dollar buyer, but how many of those do you really do in a month? You, I mean, unless you're like in New York or something, but you know, you're, you're, probably going to work more in like the 400,000, you know, 500,000 range. So very, very cool. Very cool. Um, how was your business? Because a lot of people's business has been really like affected, but in like in a very good way in the last year. How about yours? I mean, oh, yeah, it, it jumped up like crazy. Like right now I'm on pace to do 60 to 80 million in volume this year close. So like personally, so Right now, like, I honestly wasn't as disciplined as I could have been the first half. So uh -huh. the goal next year is to do $100 million, but also still have a life, which is going to be a real challenge. But, yeah, I feel like, for me, it's like, I think of real estate like a game. Like, it's like, I only do stuff I'm really good at. Uh, I, I also, my real estate coach, I'm, I get coached with Tom Ferry, like a coach by in Tom Ferry. We just focus on the basics, like databases where 70 to 75% of the listings are coming from. Realistically, you hit up 20 people a day times five, that's one listing a week, one buy, solid buyer a week, that's an extra 52 deals. For 50 sure. to 100 deals. Yeah. So like, I, I just focus on the basics. I try not to get hit with the shiny object syndrome, but yeah, most of my business is social media, agent referrals, and database. And I know the database is what's gonna retire me, so I just, I'm very disciplined on it. So like, I could still, a great income after I stop selling. That's awesome. Well, and when you say social media, how much of your business does come from social media, for example? I would say like this year, probably about 30 to 40 sales will come from it. Like so about That's 300, 400 K GCI. That's fantastic. That is totally awesome. And it, do you attribute it, you think like to your consistency in social media or the fact, cause I, you seem super approachable and everything like on all the social media I see, you know, you oh, I, I seem approachable, like, like DM me or like just say whatever. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just seem like a regular person. Like sometimes, you know, people in the real estate industry and maybe me included, I don't know. Uh, but we put out, you know, a certain vibe, like much more, um, I don't even know because it, it's not professional. That's not the right word or anything like that. But you just seem like a guy that I could go up to, like, like I've seen some of you in like a restaurant and this and that. And it's just like, Hey, what's up? I know you, you know, you're Charles. So, yeah, like, hey, you know. like, for me, like, I feel like what works really well is like, I'm a normal guy. That's really good at his career and his business. So it's right. like, I feel like that's why people direct message me. That's why people reach out to me. That's why people mm -hmm. with me. Cause they're like, I don't want to, they don't want to work with someone that's just so serious all the time. Cause buying and selling real estate is so stressful. Like, oh imagine, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like right now I have a deal. The appraisal came in six figures short, so I got to work through that fire. So okay, it's just like, all right. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just it's just nice. So I mean, yeah, I, I think that's my strategy. I just like Gary Vaynerchuk, just be yourself. Like you attract the right clients, and uh, because eventually my goal is a ten times my brand, so I could make a, do about five hundred to a thousand sales off my brand, and then of course like not sell real estate. But like I feel like that's easier than like calling for sell by owners or expired, it's not scalable. Yeah, 
No, I hate plus it's awful to have to do that. <laughs> I know a lot of people swear by that and, you know, hats off to them. It's, it's, but like, it's, like I... quick, it's quick, but it, it's not like sustainable. It's like, imagine like a database that of 10,000 compared to like someone, because like for me, like I was calling expired to getting less appointment every day. But what happens when someone in my family dies? What happens when I deal with a breakup? Like I'm screwed. Like, I'm not going to feel like calling it that day. That's totally true. So you've, you know, you have a lot of, you know, experience, even though, you know, you've been in the business only since 2017, but it seems like you've done just a ton of stuff and personal growth and all that. So what advice would you give to somebody who's starting out, but, and is young, because like I started out late in life, but you know, you, so somebody who's maybe just out of college or even somebody who's in college, uh, what, uh, what would you tell them so that they can see your kind of success? The advice I would tell them is like work 80 to hundred hours a week. If you want the results really quick. So like not everyone's willing to do that. I remember, I think it was like four years down the business. I got brunch for the first time. Oh, wow. So like, I didn't, wow. like, yeah. I, I would like be going to appointments and I, see everyone getting brunch, enjoying themselves, feeling like I'm missing out. So like, you just have to work seven days a week, 10, 12 hours a day. And you're, you have to just fail a lot in the beginning and figure out what works for you. Cause everyone's different. Like you just got to figure out yeah. what you're good at and then exploit it and put literally put gas on the fire as much as possible. So for me, like I just focus on my five hours, the most profitable activity. As long as I hit that, I know what income I should be making. So when that's done, it's good. But yeah, I would just tell them just work a lot and join a team The and like r find the right vibe because not everyone wants to sell 100 homes. Like if you want to sell 20 homes and have a life, find a team that has a lot of people that sells 20 homes and has a life. <laughs> right. That's right. really what it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, team team personality and and all that is is key for sure for sure and, or even brokerage i mean you just have to really yeah. fit in with the culture and everything so. exactly and it's like yeah figure out like where the not the success because success is different to everyone so like success someone could be 12 home sales and spend a lot of spend weekends with the family you got to find a team that does that with like two three people and that, there's your success so i would say find the right team and work like hell the first year or two but just think of it like you're going to like college or you're going through master's program like you just have to accept it, like and real estate's a great in industry yeah yeah well and have a good partner who supports you right because oh, yeah. you found that and that's that's really really important so uh so yeah that's awesome so is there anything that i haven't touched on that you wanted to have the opportunity to talk about during the podcast Oh, actually, I, I, I did a kind of like not a rant last night on my story, but kind of like to business <laughs> owners or anyone that wants it in general, you have to let every person know what you do. And if they and like, honestly, you just have to go full like a lot of business owners, like and people in general you have to go full on offense. Like right now, I'm about to send probably 40 to 50,000 messages to all the people that are connected to me. I sold a house. Wow. Do you know anything you're selling? You just have to go for it. And if, even if people think you're annoying, like that, if you're annoying people, that means you're doing a good job. Because <laughs> they're seeing it and hearing seeing it. it. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. of course, if you send a thousand messages out, one person's going to think you're annoying. Like it's just math. So 
It's just, if you want something, you have to let everyone know about it, and you have to be very aggressive in this new world. Excellent. Yeah, true, true. So what if I were to tell you that tomorrow I want to look at a home in Sacramento, move to Sacramento, why why should I move to Sacramento? You should move to Sacramento because you could say you could live in a nice suburban home only 15 to 20 minutes away from downtown Sacramento, midtown Sacramento, and also the Golden One Center where there's a lot of events, the Sacramento Kings, there's an NBA team. You could hop on a flight in 15 to 20 minutes and you could have some of the best weather and your the cost of living is still a, still a bargain. So like still a bargain. Like, like right now, like, the next house I'm building, like with the interest rates, how low it is, it's it's just it's just absolutely nuts. It's like here in Sacramento, it costs more to rent than to buy, even with the lowest percent down. Yeah, here too. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's everywhere. Like everyone, I think it's everywhere. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. just like everyone's like, oh, it's so. Everyone looks so much at the price, but they don't see the the monthly payment is what people are really buying into because you're always going to need a place to live. Like it's just. A cost that we all have to have for sure for sure all right well sunny sacramento sounds like a great place to, to live and and work and uh and i love that you're a huge advocate for where you are and that you're a huge advocate for the people that you want to influence and help guide in uh in the future so um that's very cool and and like i said and congrats on such a major success uh, so so early in life because that's going to give you the opportunity to really help even more people after you retire in five years. So that's super duper cool. Awesome. I'm not going to retire. I feel like I'm going to do more of like what I really want to do with my life. You know, okay. it's like right. real estate's like it, it's a grind. It's a, it's a yeah. It's a, when I tell people yeah. what it is, it's like literally like being in a ton of relationships and you're dealing with five, <laughs> like the, my stress is three to five breakups a day. So it's not <laughs> like Yes. No, I get it. I get it. You know, it, it, it ages you, it exhausts you. And, uh, and yeah, it's just way too much stress sometimes. So, so yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying about retire. You're not going to go and just like live, you know, in Fiji for the rest of your life, but you're, you know, you're definitely going to, going to be able to, to have options. And I think that that's what success in any business as an entrepreneur, uh, that's what it gives you is is the opportunity to have enough money so that you can have options as to what you want to do, whether it's, whether it is going off to Fiji, you know, like, and just sitting on a beach or whatever, you know, all day long, or, starting a different business uh, or branching out and, you know, helping others or, or whatever it is that you decide to do. And, and that's, you know, that's what it's all about. So it seems like you've got entrepreneurship figured out, you know, pretty well. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. excited uh, for the future, but thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today and having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. My absolute pleasure. You're great. And I, and I look forward to continuing to follow you on social media and seeing what you're up to and all the cool places that you go and seeing more of, um, I guess, the construction and stuff like that and seeing uh, you know, your house and everything. So and and your mom's pretty funny, actually. I, I had fun watching her, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's... We really want to blow up that YouTube show because it's just 
I, I feel like being a YouTuber would be fun too, just to like do on the side. <laughs> For real, totally, totally. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Well, thank you, Charles. And thank you everybody for listening and go out there and grind like Charles. And if you need some inspiration, go find him on YouTube or Instagram because you can link to his YouTube from there and just keep on keeping on, uh, whether it's in real estate or any other kind of business that you do. So here's to entrepreneurship and here's another episode. And I look forward to talking to you all next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If you like what you hear and want to learn more about real estate and hear the occasional funny story, then hit that subscribe button right now. And if you know of someone who'd benefit from listening, then tell them to subscribe too, or else they may feel a little left out. For questions, topic suggestions, or nice comments, send an email to Anna at SegwayRE.com. We can also connect on Facebook at SegwayRE. Thanks for listening as we bring you a new way of doing real estate. Bye!